and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, this episode today is the first of a two-part series on a new productivity tool that I've been using. Now, when I started this podcast 80 episodes ago, my vision was to help entrepreneurs on their journey. My goal was to help them understand that personal growth equals business growth. And specifically, I wanted to focus on three main topics. Optimizing your mindset, tapping into your creativity, and enhancing your productivity. And in this episode, we're going to deep dive into a productivity tool that I've been using and I've been loving. First, I want to talk about productivity and Parkinson's law. In our second segment, I'm going to explain what this new tool is. In our third segment, I'm going to explain how you can use it. And then in the last segment, I'm going to reveal the main benefits of using it. So let's dive right in and help you get more productive. Have you read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss? Well, I consider this required reading, basically, for all entrepreneurs who are starting a business. There's so many gems in that book. It's a classic for any entrepreneur. And like any really good book with great content, it's something that you can come back and read many different times because each time you read it, you get something new out of it. Because we tend to focus and pick out certain lessons that we need in that moment. And then when we go back to it, the next lesson jumps out at us. So when I first read it, The biggest thing that I took away from the 4-Hour Workweek was productivity. Now, I have to say that as an entrepreneur, the struggle is real when it comes to productivity because it is our time, not our money, that is our most precious resource. You can always find ways to make more money or to save costs, but you can never, ever put more hours into your day. Now, I have to confess that my biggest challenge as an entrepreneur is deciding how to spend my time. And it feels like the further I go into running my business, the harder it is to manage my time because there's more distractions, I have more clients, and there's simply more things to manage, quite frankly. So one of the biggest lessons I took from the 4-Hour Workweek was learning about Parkinson's Law. Now, learning this law was such a savior for me because most of the work that I do, whether it's creating a new program, designing content or a workshop for a client, or even working on this podcast for you, it's all creative type work and largely content-based, which means that it's not black and white. There isn't a finite or a clear outcome of knowing when it's done. Now, the other reason why this is challenging for me is that I have a really, really, really high standard for what I like to deliver. 
I often think that my deepest fear is mediocrity. I want my clients to be blown away and completely transformed by the work that we do. And so I put a lot of time and love and attention into what I create. I really want it to have a lasting impact on people. And that is the challenge of creating content and training programs. I always am taking a task and sometimes it's four hours, sometimes it could be 40 hours. And that's the challenge that I face. And I think most people who are self-employed face that challenge as well. So Parkinson's law states that a task or a project will always expand in complexity and scope relative to the time that you allot to complete it in. So I'm going to say that again. Parkinson's law states that a task or a project will always expand in complexity and scope relative to the time that you allot to complete it in. And when I read this book, it revealed this natural law to me, which helped me understand why I always struggled with time management. I never really looked at it this way before. So learning about this law meant that now I was in charge of my time. And rather than letting things take as long as they were going to take, I had to be firm with my deadlines. I had to essentially be my own project manager. And though this might seem really obvious, this was a big revelation for me. It really had such a significant impact on how I work and I really started to be more diligent with my time and my deadlines. And the other thing to remember is that with similar to the law of diminishing returns with creative projects, we always reach a point where the amount of additional time and effort that we put into something doesn't actually yield any additional benefit. And deep in my heart, I know this to be true. And I think sometimes we get distracted because we want something to be really, really high quality. We think the additional time spent on it is going to make it better, but that's not always the case. So take this episode as a gentle reminder that you are in absolute and total control over your time and your schedule. And if you're like me and time management is something that you find challenging, well, then you are about to learn a game-changing tool. Okay, so the tool that I want to share with you today is called the Pomodoro Technique. And I'm really excited to bring this to you because it's designed to help you not only optimize how you work, but also to keep the most amount of focus on your task and prevent mental fatigue and distraction. It also helps to prevent procrastination and it helps you to measure how long you spend on specific projects. So I first heard about this last year and you know, I do have high standards and I don't like to make recommendations lightly. So I wanted to make sure that I had time to test it out myself and fully understand it before I shared it with you. And so I've been using it now for a couple months and I love it. In fact, I've used this technique so much over the last few months that I actually created a specific worksheet to use to help me master the technique. So you know that I totally nerd out about something when it warrants its own worksheet. (laughs) 
So once I introduce you to this method and really explain it, you'll understand why it really deserves its own worksheet because it's essentially a conscious business tool. It helps you to reveal your own patterns and your own productivity as you work. And this is important because in order to change our patterns, we must first become aware of what our patterns are, right? So I took this technique, I souped it up a bit, I added a few bells and whistles to help you really measure and track your productivity. And this way, you get to really, really optimize and get the most out of it. And having this worksheet will also help you learn the technique faster because the entire process is all laid out for you. And I'm gonna explain this technique and how to use it in the next segment. The Pomodoro Technique is a time management method developed by Francesco Cirillo in the late 80s. It involves using a timer to break down your work into intervals that are separated by short breaks. Each of the intervals are known as Pomodoros. And to give context to the name, Pomodoro is simply the Italian word for tomato. And he named this technique after a tomato-shaped kitchen timer that he used as a university student. Now, I personally love the name and think if you use Italian to name anything, it just sounds way cooler, doesn't it? The Pomodoro technique. It's just, it's kind of fun to say. Okay, so here's how you use it. You decide on the task that you want to get done. You set the timer. Now you can use a tomato-shaped timer if you want or an egg timer. I personally just keep it simple and use my iPhone because I know I always have that with me. You set the timer for 25 minutes. You work for 25 minutes, then you take a five-minute break and you do four rounds of work. And after the fourth round, you take an extended break of 15 minutes. Then after the extended break, you can dive in and do another round or you can just dive right back into your day. That's it. That's how you use it. Now here's why I love this technique. Because we know that the goals that you track and measure are always more successful than the ones that you leave to chance. And this law applies to productivity too. So if you sit down to an entirely free afternoon to get work done and you don't have a plan of what you want to get done, well then chances are you're not going to be as productive as you could have been. What I love about this technique is that it helps you get clear and intentional about what you want to get done. It helps you focus on being productive and it helps you really be honest about how long things actually take. Now, I'm a big fan of time blocking where you designate a certain amount of time to a specific task and get intentional about what you want to accomplish, anywhere from two hours to four hours. But this technique just allows you to get even more specific about what you want to accomplish and it also has mini breaks designed into it to make sure that you don't lose focus. As I said earlier, I've been testing this technique for months now and I really wanted to make sure that I saw benefits and I knew how to use it before I passed it on to you guys. 
and I really, really did. I actually started to be more productive and more focused, and I also started to recognize patterns in my productivity, which is really, really important. And this has helped me sort of change the way that I structure how my day works and how I approach my workflow. And once I started to see the patterns in my productivity, that's when I realized that I had to create a worksheet and share it with you guys because making your workflow conscious is really, really valuable. Understand what makes you efficient and what distracts you from getting work done. And what I created is a tool to measure exactly how productive you are in each and every round. And I started to notice a very specific pattern in which of the rounds was my most productive and which one was my least productive. And I'm not going to name this now because I don't want to influence your results when you go and try it. But I want you to have the full benefit of trying it out on your own and see if you can learn anything about your own productivity. Okay, so here are some of the other benefits of using this technique. So the scheduled rounds, it helps you to be more productive. So how many times have you sat down for a two or three hour work block thinking you were going to be productive for the entire time only to get distracted after the first hour? And the difference is when you use something like this, when it's designated in rounds and you have that timer, you minimize the risk that you're going to get distracted. All right. Another benefit, it prevents you from being distracted. So I've discovered that I start to lose interest and focus on a topic after about 30 or 40 minutes. When you use this technique, you're forced to stop doing what you're doing before you get distracted by it. And I added a special feature at the bottom of this worksheet to make sure that you don't get distracted. I use this all the time. It prevents me from getting distracted by little things like, oh, I really need to send so-and-so that email. Okay, the third benefit, it forces you to get up and move. Since we know now that sitting is the new smoking in terms of dangers to our health, we cannot or should not sit down for work for three hours or four hours. We just shouldn't. Our bodies were designed to get up and move every once in a while. So this is a really convenient way to make sure that you use your break as a time to stand up, to walk around, maybe do a little bit of stretching, and definitely take your eyes off of the screen. And the fourth benefit, you get really valuable intelligence about yourself and about your productivity. Nothing is better at shedding light and learning about yourself than tracking and measuring it, right? So once I started to measure my productivity with this technique and really writing it down on this worksheet, I was amazed at how much I learned about myself. Okay, and I have one last benefit, and I'm mentioning this simply because I see this a lot with my clients. You know that Lao Tzu quote, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step? Well, sometimes the journey of a new project or task begins with just getting started and taking that first step. And then once we're a couple minutes in, 
we've opened a Word document, we've got a spreadsheet, we've got a browser open and we're in the flow, well then everything just goes smoothly and easily. So bust out the worksheet, write in your time at the top and then dive in. Sometimes just having a tool like this will help you get started and take that first step. And it might also help you to think about this as gamifying your productivity because when you measure or gauge your productivity, you're learning about yourself, which is super interesting, isn't it? Because you are fascinating. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on the Pomodoro Method. I hope you guys try out this technique sometime this week, and I am pretty sure you're going to love it. And next week, a second part of this episode, I'm going to share some more tips on how to use this, some other best practices I've seen with it, and also some feedback from other people who've been testing it out for me. So I shared this technique uh, in my mastermind group a little while ago and so I've got some fantastic feedback from those people and what they found worked really well and what advice and tips that they will give to you to use it and implement it. All right, and if you want to download this worksheet that I created specifically for this technique, you can get that on my website. Just go to thecorporateyogi.com slash podcast then go to the show notes for episode 80 and you can download it there. Or if you're in either of my Facebook groups or you get my weekly newsletter for the podcast, you'll get access to the worksheet in that. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, You know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.